Hi there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another journey into the world of aquariums from hopefully a slightly different angle. Today I want to give you a little bit of a history. In addition to uh, being a fish geek, I also am a big fan of space uh, and space history. And uh, here's something that goes back, you know, about 50 years. Uh, it was November 14th, 1969, just about 36 and a half seconds after liftoff of big old Saturn V rocket en route to the moon as Apollo 12 with astronauts Pete Comrade, Dick Gordon, and Alan Bean aboard experienced one of the most dramatic failures in the history of space travel. The vehicle took off during a, a rainstorm at Cape Canaveral and, it, and its powerful exhaust triggered a bolt of lightning through the exhaust plume which traveled up the rocket taking out all three of the fuel cells along with much of the onboard instrumentation. In the command module, the astronauts puzzled over the control panel, which signaled a malfunction of pretty much every system on board. The rocket was hurtling upward at supersonic speed on backup batteries only. Back in Houston, a young 20-something controller named John Aaron remembered an obscure command involving a set of switches on the instrument panel from a training exercise they conducted a year before, and he called up to the Capcom, the person that talks to the astronauts. He said, tell them to try... SCE to AUX. That's engineer talk for signal conditioning control to auxiliary. An obscure command. On board Apollo 12, Commander Pete Conrad exclaimed, SCE to AUX, what the hell's that? Yet the lunar module pilot, Alan Bean, remembered it from some exercise, same exercise actually, and threw the switch. The computers and the instruments reset, and the Saturn V is back online, ready for the historic second landing on the moon. Conrad, Bean, and Gordon could be heard on the communications loop laughing all the way into orbit. Aaron's call went down in history as one of the great mission control decisions in, in pretty much the history of manned spaceflight, and it earned him that nickname of steely-eyed missile man by his colleagues. Quick thinking and drawing on a past experience saved a billion-dollar rocket, the second moon landing, and three astronauts' lives. What does this reference to a space travel near disaster almost 50 years ago have to do with what we do in the aquarium hobby? A lot more than you think. Now, during the course of our fishy careers, we experience all sorts of stuff, good and bad. We make observations, some monumentally important, others just casual mental notes. Some are references on some adjustment we made to our tank, some fish that did well for us, or some technique that worked out. And sometimes they come in handy. Remembering that thing that you did when the filter mysteriously stopped working last year will come in handy when you least expect it. That recipe for how to get those angels to spawn, adjusting the temperature, the water changes, etc. Stuff like that. Or the emergency procedures that you engaged in when you have some sort of problem with the tank. Things that you almost rarely, you know, almost never use. But when the time comes, you're ready to spring to action at a moment's notice to save your tank. It's part of the reason I think that us fish geeks have that collection of stuff, right? You know, plastic containers, cups, buckets, filter parts, hoses, plumbing fittings, etc., all that stuff accumulating in a garage or a basement or a closet somewhere. Stuff that becomes more than just a bunch of clutter on those rare occasions when an emergency arises. You have those little mystery procedures for your tanks, don't you? Sometimes the procedure is simply a way of banging on the side of the canister filter to get the air bubbles out of it. Or it can be that little recipe for making your own, you know, black water extract. Or knowing how many of what leaf to talk into, toss into your, you know, replacement water container to get the exact tint you like or a way of setting up your filter returns just so to create the exact type of flow that you want in your aquarium. I call these things mystery procedures only because you probably don't have them written down somewhere. They're not part of your everyday practice. Now they're filed away in your mind. Could you imagine the book that could be written if we all took the time to write down just a few of our little obscure procedures? 
It'd be like the ultimate hobby open source document, right? We have them for everything from system design to aquascaping to fish selection and pretty much everything in between. I know that I have a sort of process in my head on how I do tank startups, you know, starting with the sterile gravel and then working in all the hardscape and the botanical materials and the life forms that will inhabit it, stuff like that, you know, a sequence. All of us now sort of pre-stock our aquariums with, you know, all sorts of different life forms and supplemental food sources, part of the recipe, right? A lot of us do that. We all have those little things we do, filed away in the back of our minds, ready to call up when the need arises. It's a remarkable tribute to the adaptability, the ingenuity, and the flexibility of the aquatic hobbyist. We've been practicing this stuff for generations, and will be far into the future. So those little procedures and ideas might not have an incredible impact of a you know, Capcom call on a space mission, but to us, the fish geeks of the world, having that treasure trove of obscure stuff on hand is like gold, especially when we share this stuff. You might just get a call from a frantic hobbyist who's experiencing the same problem you did last year. And you'll remember the SCE to AUX command, or its fishy equivalent at least, and be able to help them. And just like on that day in 1969 in NASA's Mission Control Center, your memory of what to do just might save the day for a fellow hobbyist. Might not make you the stuff of aquarium-keeping legend, but it just might make you a hero to some appreciative friend. Keep accumulating that knowledge. Keep learning. Keep sharing. Stay curious. Stay diligent. And stay helpful. Today's simple thought. Looking forward to seeing you next time on the next installment of The Tenth.